Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray here and great to have you along. This is a motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. Coming from you, coming to you from our studios in Silverstream Upper Hutt. Uh, love to have your feedback on the show. Before we dive on in, do feel free to get in contact. Email us, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. Check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok under the name Kiwi Rider Podcast. And you can find me at motonz.com and motonz on all social media, including YouTube, Matthew Day Gillett on throttle.co.nz, and under the title on throttle.nz everywhere as well. Coming up this week, uh, brought to you by uh, Protector Insurance, we've got the top five security measures to help prevent the theft of your motorcycle. Also, I got out on a ride on the Tenere 700 and went somewhere where the road used to be and is no longer. More about that later, but right now, let's get into the top five. Now I've had the Motomarini CMSO 6.5 SCR in the garage for the past three months and clocked up 1,500 kilometres. I've ridden it long enough to probably have a handle on what it's up to and, and, and share some thoughts with you on it. So here are my top five things about the Motomarini CMSO 6.5 SCR that I love. In at number five... Well, it's got a seat height of 795mm, which means the bike is very approachable. It's easy to swing a leg over, easy to manoeuvre while straddling. It's uh, it's quite a nice, easy, easy bike. Easy is probably a great term for it. And at number four, the top five things I love about the Motomarini Semizo 6.5. The engine provides very linear power. There's more than enough in it to to accelerate at pretty much any speed up to you know any legal speed shall we say um it 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 just has this kind of perky little puppy get up and go feeling about it regardless of whether you're pulling away at 100 kilometers an hour or you're in six gear passing a truck it just it feels great in at number three are the top five things i love about the motomarini cmizo six and a half scr it's well equipped with all LED lighting. It's got a TFT display, adjustable suspension and Bluetooth connectivity. It's pretty sorted as far as a 650cc lambs bike goes. Number two on the top five things I love about the Motomarini CMSO 6.5. All the colours in the range look fantastic. There's this deep, deep red, which is just beautiful. But I am pretty taken with the black set off by the gold fork. Got to hand it to the Italian designers. The styling is absolutely on point. And the number one thing in the top five things I love about the Motomarini Siemizo 6.5. And this might seem like a strange number one, but... The number one thing I love about the Motomarini CMSO is the brakes are fantastic. You touch the front brake with one finger and you feel the the bike slowing. You touch the rear brake. The rear the rear brake feels solid. It feels dependable. It feels I hate using the term 
um, confidence-inspiring, but it is. It feels brilliant. So the brakes on the Motomarini Siemizo 6.5 SCR are outstanding, and they should be. They're proper Brembo units, but... I mean, I've got Brembo's on the Tenere 700, and they don't feel anywhere near as good as that. So that is my top five things I love about the Marino Marini Siemizo 6.5 SCR. For more on this bike, photos, and a whole lot more, go to Instagram, search out uh, Moto Marini NZ, uh, Moto NZ, or you can go to MotoNZ.com. This week's show is a little bit packed with top fives. But I was chatting to the team at Protector Insurance recently, and they've come on board for a few tips for the next few months. And this week's tips is how to help prevent motorcycle theft. So brought to you by Protector Insurance, who are the final line in bike security. Check out your insurance policy and to be sure that your bike is insured for theft. And for a free quote, you can go to protector.co.nz to make sure that you're getting the best deal possible. There's no, uh, there's no commitment. Just go there and get a quote. Simple as. Right. Top five security measures to help prevent motorcycle theft. And at number one, use a high quality lock. Investing in a high quality lock is one of the most important things you can do to prevent your motorcycle being stolen. Consider purchasing a heavy duty lock that is difficult to cut or break. A lot of times any kind of lock is going to be a deterrent to those thieves who are opportunistic. But you can definitely get some really hard, heavy-duty chains. And the next step is to put a dyna bolt, get a builder to put a dyna bolt in the concrete floor of your garage or your carport or wherever you park your bike, and then chain your bike to that. Uh, so that's uh, that's number one in the top five security measures to prevent your bike uh, being, or help prevent your bike being thieved. <laughs> Number two, install a security system. An alarm system can be an effective deterrent against motorcycle theft. Again, those opportunistic bastards who want to go near your bike, they touch it, the siren goes off, and they leg it down the street. You know it's paid for itself. Um, make sure to install a, uh, a proper system with a siren that is loud enough to be heard from a distance um, and that is sensitive enough to detect any tampering with the motorcycle. A lot of times, you're just going to walk up to your bike with a hammer and screwdriver, put the screwdriver in the ignition, give it a whack, and try and turn it. That's not going to stop the uh, damage to your ignition barrel, and it is still going to cost you, so make sure you're insured, but a good loud siren could be just what you need. Number three. Park in a secure location. Wherever possible, park your motorcycle in a secure, well-lit location that is visible to others. Avoid leaving it in secluded or poorly lit areas such as alleyways. These are where thieves uh, are likely to target it. A lot of motorcycle car parking is, you know, behind the building or down under a stairwell or something like that, down a back alley. Um, Yeah, you're cool if you park there, but... Just bear in mind that that you know somewhere that's out of the way is also out of eyesight. So if you can't see the bike and no one else can see the bike, anyone who wants to steal it is uh, they're going to be able to do it uninterrupted, right? It's all about deterring that uh, opportunistic thief. 
And at number four on our uh, protector insurance tips to uh, help secure your motorcycle and save it from being stolen, uh, use a motorcycle cover. A motorcycle cover can help conceal your bike and make it less attractive to potential thieves. Make sure you use a cover that is made from a durable, weather-resistant material. And if you can get something that's UV-resistant too, it's going to last more than a couple of years for you. So cover that bike up. Sure, people are going to know there's a bike under there, but they've got to deal with some rustly material and take it all off. And they probably don't know where it's tied down. It's making it that extra level, extra step more difficult to do. You know, it's not going to be, it's less likely to be stolen. And our fifth tip, our fifth security tip from Protector Insurance to help stop your motorcycle being stolen, install a GPS tracking device. A GPS tracking device can help you locate your motorcycle if it's stolen. Make sure you install a device that is difficult to detect and that has a long battery life so you can track your bike down after an extended period of time if needs be. You can go something as simple as an Apple AirTag and hide that on the bike. They've got a year or two lifespan. You've just got to remember to change the battery and uh, you can track it with your phone if it is stolen, if it's pinging off someone else's iPhone. Um, but the other thing you can do is go and search for, I think, a brand Moto Money uh, is one. Uh, you can go and get specific GPS trackers. So as soon as your bike is, uh, you know, the, the alarm or the GPS code is triggered, it will send your phone a text message and you'll be able to track it through a website. So uh, there you go. From Protector Insurance, five ways, five tips to stop or to help prevent your motorcycle being stolen. And of course, the final tip is make sure that you've got full comprehensive insurance um, and you can go to to protector.co.nz for a free quote. Make sure that your insurance stacks up to what they're offering. If it is stolen, then you know, you've got a better chance of uh, getting paid out and getting a replacement motorcycle. Thanks very much, Protector Insurance, for supporting us with this feature. I mentioned it at the start of the episode, I got out on the T7 for... Probably the first ride, first dirty ride in a long time, probably since I went down and did my massive southbound and solo trip. So on Tuesday, Anzac Day, I threw a leg over the T7 and uh, got out for a good one. It was, uh, I was meeting up with a guy called Wian, who also rides a Tenere 700, and... um, He's, he's actually, he's on Instagram under the name Remote, Remote ADV. I was riding with him, his missus, on a KTM 390 Adventure. I'm terrible with names, so I do apologise. I can't remember what her name is, but she goes under the name Little Legs Adventures on Instagram. And a chap on a KTM 1190 called Warren. We met up at Zerimutaka at around 9am, got underway, headed over the Rimutakas, and the first stop was Martinborough for coffee. Then we set the GPSs for Admiral Hill. I've ridden Admiral Hill before, but I had heard that recently it was blocked due to a slip. Uh, I wasn't sure, you know, what the latest on the slip was, and these guys all seemed keen, so away we went. We went off to do Admiral Hill. The weather was absolutely beautiful. It was a bit cool, but beautiful blue sky and the the great riding conditions, just just outstanding. There wasn't much traffic, uh, so it didn't take long to get to Admiral Hill. Uh, and there were signs of some serious stormy weather with massive cuts in the sides of the roads and overhangs and slips down the side. 
And uh, sure enough, yep, we were blocked by a massive slip. Now this wasn't just a slip with some dirt covering the road, but the road was actually completely gone. You kind of follow the road around this this cliffside, and you can see on the other side of the valley where the road comes out, but the road between you and that section on the other side was just completely disappeared. So we found a small but very, very muddy, slippery trail down the right-hand side of the road, he wasn't sure there would be a way across the slip side, but it turned out there was, and we went up the other side. We sent him down first, followed by the 1190, such a big, heavy bike. Warren had a bit of fun getting it down. It was, you know, kind of going where it wanted to go. I followed very slowly, and I didn't slip an awful lot, but I did end up in a rain rut and had little choice of where I wanted to go. Gravity just took me to the bottom, and uh, I had to kind of force the bike out of the rain rut at the bottom of the hill. From there, we had a bit of a mud bash to get through, which didn't cause an awful lot of drama, especially for the Tenere 700s. And then we had to tackle this steep incline with about three sections where we could stop and take a break. Clearly, a bit of commitment would be required to conquer this. Back in early 2022 I was lucky enough to join the uh, three day three of the Yamaha Adventure Ride run by Ben Townley which took us from Wainui Amata around the around to Wairarapa and onto Naui following the coast at the end of the day there was this very very tough damp slippery grass hill climb which was the way out of the farm that we'd been riding in so either we did it or we left the bikes there and walked I tried quite a number of times to go slowly in first gear and maintain traction, but it was just impossible. I couldn't get anywhere. I just, as soon as the back wheel started sliding or spinning, I, I wasn't going anywhere. The uh, the sweep riders brought me in on a bit of a riding hack, though. Uh, you put the bike in third gear and just feed it all the revs. I found it too hard. I found it hard to believe and. I struggled to do it, you know, my mechanical sympathy was kicking in too much. I gave the bike to one of the sweep riders, they put it in third, they absolutely wound open that throttle, and they went up the hill, no dramas. So, that kind of flashed back in my mind on this ride through Upper, and I gave the technique a bit of a crack. I was amazed at how easy it was to find traction. I put the T7 in third and just wailed on the throttle, absolutely wound it right open with little regard for the wailing tyres. And with a few brakes to let the bike cool down in the middle, I made it up the hill almost completely unaided. The feeling was amazing. And from there, we helped the 1190 and the 390 up the hill. We, we gave each other a few high fives, got back on the road and headed out to Flat Point. If you haven't been out to Flat Point, a stunning area, lots of space to just chill and watch the waves roll in the rest of the ride was pretty picturesque but pretty uneventful also some lovely curves and we got some spirited riding in we stopped at flat point we've settled up again and we headed for the gladstone pub which is where i left my riding buddies to head home but i definitely i'm definitely happy i got to try out a new trick a bit of a hack and i was stoked with my efforts now I have a bit of cleaning to do on the T7. Thanks very much to Wean and Co for the invite. Check them out on Instagram, Remote ADV and Little Legs Adventures. And I've got a full video going live on the Moto NZ YouTube channel 
uh, in a few days time so head to youtube search out moto nz and hit that subscribe button love to have you almost at 1000 subscribers which means that uh that um, YouTube will actually start paying me for the effort we put into those videos. I hope you enjoy them. If you've got any feedback, make sure you leave a comment. Got any questions, love to hear from you. That pretty much rounds off the podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll uh, endeavour to bring you some news next week. Matthew Daigillett's been a little bit poorly. He's been um, unable to write much news, but uh, the magazine, Kiwi Writer Magazine, is still coming out absolutely free for you to read twice a month at kiwirider.co.nz. Check it out. It's um, Generally, the first edition of the month is a kind of a road adventure edition and then the second edition of the month is more uh, dirt bike biased but uh, we definitely cover everything in the magazine so go to kiwirider.co.nz check out the latest my website motornz.com and you can check out matt's website onthrottle.co.nz otherwise i've been ray heron this is kiwi rider podcast keep the rubber side down throttle on and we'll catch you in seven days time (laughs) 